This is the Viveling English Podcast. Viveling is an online language academy dedicated to providing quality one-to-one language coaching for kids, teens, and adults. Welcome to the Viveling English Podcast. Hi, Tom. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Carrie. And what about yourself? I well, I'm well. Uh, I'm well as well. So, if you remember, um, today's podcast is about prefixes. Can you remind our audience what a prefix is? Well, I will try my best, Gary. Uh, yes. So, a prefix is some letters that you add at the beginning of a word, which can change the meaning of the word. Yes, exactly. Very good. So, you told me a story last podcast. So, I've got a story for you today. I want you to listen to my absurd story. Now, absurd means you know silly and not believable. Uh, you will hear two different prefixes, both changing the word in the same way, and some of the words with prefixes are repeated. You know to help you remember them. So, are you ready? I am ready. Yes, Gary. Okay. All right. Here we go. Once upon a time in the silly town of Absurdia, an impatient, immature inventor named Benny tried to create the impossible, a machine that would instantly make everyone happy. However, you know, Benny's machine was inexpensive, incomplete, and unsurprisingly incorrect. As he flipped the switch, the machine hiccuped and sprayed glitter everywhere. Suddenly, the townspeople began laughing and dancing, unable to stand still. The immature started telling knock-knock jokes, and everything impossible became possible. Benny scratched his head, realizing his creation was far from perfect. He thought for a bit, then said to himself, well... I may have made an imperfect invention, but I think it works. And it's nice to see everyone having an incorrect amount of fun. And so in the town of Absurdia, this became the recipe for the most memorable moments. Now, first, you know, did you hear the two different prefixes that I used? I think I did. In fact, I think I might have heard three but what are the two I was focusing on? I think the two that you were focusing on were im and in. Oh, yes. Excellent. Well done. And did you get all seven words? Seven? Well, I certainly <gasps> have six, Carol. Okay, Let's what are see. they? So with im, we had impatient, immature, and impossible. Yeah. And with in, I had inexpensive, incomplete, and incorrect. Oh, well done, well done. You did. You only missed one with M, and it was imperfect. Oh, of course. Yes, I remember hearing that, but I just didn't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, and how do the prefixes M and N 
change the word? And, and also, what kind of word do they change? Well, all of the words here were adjectives. So yes. patient, um, uh, possible, mature, perfect, etc. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the I-M and the I-N make them negative. Excellent. Very, very well done. Now, I'm going to give you an adjective and I want you to tell me what it means and then which prefix do you use to give it that negative um, meaning or the meaning of not. So, okay, the first one is um, active. Well, the meaning is that you... You do lots of different things. Yeah. And the prefix, the negative prefix is inactive. Excellent. Okay. Next one, mortal. Uh, Mortal means that you will die at some stage. And the prefix is immortal. Ah, excellent. Excellent. Okay. Next one is visible. Visible, so you can be seen, or it's something that you can see. Okay. And it would be invisible. Oh, you know, you are so good. Okay, there's one more, one more, and the last one is polite. Polite, somebody who says please and thank you and respects others. And it would be impolite with an M. Excellent. Okay. Okay. I've got one more thing, Tom. Are you ready? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Wooden shoe. Wooden shoe who? (laughs) Wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Now, uh, that's very funny for me, and it's very funny for you. But there may be some listeners who who don't have English as their native language who are scratching their head about that one. <laughs> yes, it is making um, a sound that is similar to wouldn't you or would not you like to know. And Carrie, can I ask you a question? Yes. Is there any way that um, students of English can recognize a pattern to know if they should use in or im i'm actually not sure uh do you know because i'm not sure about the answer to that question well with english often where there is a pattern there are many exceptions which make it difficult to follow all of the time but i think that when you have the letter p so possible perfect uh, patient it is more likely to be with an M, I M, just because the sound uh, fits in your mouth better. The imp and the imp. Excellent. That is an excellent tip. And there was another prefix, which ah, I'm going to test you. Okay. Yes. What was it? Because there is another with UN, which also <laughs> makes a negative meaning. And you said the word able, Uh unable. Ah, well done. And I also said unsurprisingly. 
Oh, that's fantastic. So our <laughs> listeners are getting much more than they bargained for. <laughs> oh, so true, so true. Which is unsurprising with the Viverling English podcast. <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening to the Viverling English podcast. For further information, go to our website, www.viverling.com, or follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast.